Hey Fadies, I'm DM Brad, and this is Chapter 6, Episode 2 of The Fate of Ison. Thanks for dropping by. A few quick announcements to get through before we recap the last episode, so let's jump straight into those. Uh, firstly, our live shows in the 2021 New Zealand Fringe Festival are coming up very shortly in March 2021. Uh, so if you're in Wellington on the 7th and 8th of March, come along and see us live. There are limited tickets available, so get them while you can. Uh, there is a link to that on our website, fateofison.com. At the shows, there'll be a sweet giveaway from DiceVault.com, so maybe you can be in to win some sweet, delicious, tasty, tasty gaming goodies. Uh, you can also buy some stuff from DiceVault as well, and use the promo code RESISTANCE to get a whopping 20% off. Holy dragons. Lastly, we are joined in this episode, and the previous one, but I forgot to mention it, by the awesome James Blyseth from the equally awesome Wheel of Woe podcast. Definitely add Wheel of Woe to your podcast feed if you haven't already. You probably have already, they are actually very popular. Alrighty, it is recap time. Last time, Marley and Arcus rode Hodge up and out of the volcano known as Timatanga and saw a world ravaged by gigantic creatures of air, land, and sea. Arcus very suddenly phased out of existence, leaving Marley scared and alone. She consulted Hadet, the god of knowledge, about the state of the world, but was interrupted by the arrival of three blue dragons carrying a man into the desert below. Marley and Hodge risked their lives to help the man fight off his captors. I stand up and put my hand out. Kevin. Hey, I'm, I'm Molly Craft. Maybe you've heard of me? And she's got this giant grin on her face, like, maybe? Craft. Mar- Marley Marley Craft. That sounds familiar. Craft. It's, be- it's because of the cider, isn't it? It's always the cider? The, it's always because of the oh, cider. Oh, Craft from, from Craft Cider? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Craft Cider? Yeah, Craft Cider. No, never heard of you. No, never <laughs> heard of it. That's yeah, kind no, of, that doesn't. That's kind of worse, at all. actually. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, Ugh. <laughs> "It's been a day. You could have given me that." Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. I love it. I've been planning that for so long. <laughs> no, never heard of you. <laughs> oh god. Sorry, Brad. So, sorry. Yeah. So the the scene that you're in. So you're in this big desert at the base of the volcano and you've got the, these three small now dead dragons around you and there's two dead humanoid bodies and they are um kevbin would know that they are um crew, fellow crew members from the ship where he's just come from and kevbin you would you're pretty certain that these three dragons brought you and your friends here to eat you like you're just food molly is feeling pretty you know beaten up from that and she just kind of absent-mindedly puts this like key in the air turns it on this this door it just like oh kind of opens up i don't know if it says anything but she's just like feeling around inside and she pulls out like apples and she just kind of hefts you in and then she sort of hefts one in hodge's direction and then she sort of munches uh, and she's she sort of gives you like a gesture like it's all right you know and she's like, so, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah, so that was a never spoil apple, I assume. <laughs> yeah. And they have healing properties. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Good, 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 good. But you wouldn't know that. You just, <laughs> you just yeah. she's just thrown you an apple to, like, eat. <laughs> From a space hole that you yeah, just that she just Yeah, and then she just closes, too. Like, it yeah. just puts this key back. <laughs> Yeah, all of this is very new to Kevin. Yeah, and I'm like, pick one up, and I'm biting into it. Can you, can you like do that all the time? Uh, yeah, kinda. Sometimes a god talks to me through it, but you know, adventure life, right? Yeah, adventure life. I'm like looking at the dragons and my dead crew members. <laughs> Uh, adventure life yeah yeah um so while you're just standing in the desert sort of chewing on apples (laughs) fun little image there kevbin you feel a very cold hand on your shoulder 
can I kind of glance down? Is there actually a hand on my shoulder? Uh, yes, there is a hand that looks like it's made of ice on your shoulder. Oh no. Do I see this? Uh, yeah, if, if you look up. If you look up from your apple and your hodge. Yeah, because I'd be, I'd be like, I just asked him, how did you get here? And we're just hunk hunk, and then I just see an icy hand, and I'm like, no! <laughs> uh, yeah, so what Marley sees and um, what Kevbin would see as well when he turns his head is the Ziglamel, this tall human-ish looking woman of entirely an icy blue. Her skin's an icy blue, her hair is icy blue, she looks like she's been carved from a block of ice. And... She's just ca- very casually got her hand on Kevbin's shoulder. And she just says, Well, looks like the squad have got themselves a new friend. How you doing there, sailor boy? Uh, oh, uh, f- fine, fine. I-, I assume you know each other. Oh, yes, we've we've had many a run-in. And I'm actually here on official business from Urzak. <sighs> What does Urzak want? Uh, Kevman, you, yeah, you, would know that Urzak is the god of chaos. Commonly. Oh, okay, known. okay, okay. Yeah, and she look, she looks around as if something's missing, and she goes, "Ah, oh, stupid it! I'll be right back." And then, bloop, she disappears. And then, bloop, she pops back, and now she's holding, oh, by the scruff, like by the back of the neck, this human, like a hunched old man. Um, like draped in like a really ragged cloak of mismatched patchwork uh, there, there's like dirt and soot all over his face uh, like he's been in a factory or something and his eyes are looking outward in opposite directions uh, he looks very sort of um, haphazard and, and manic and he's darting his head around the desert like taking it all in like an excited child uh, and then the Ziglamel just says Urzak sent me to find this thing I was searching through the chaos realms for a while. Apparently, that brainiac Haydet thinks it might be useful to you. Mm-hmm. And the hunched old man just keeps excitedly looking around. And then she says, Oh, and, uh, Marley, but before I go, Urzak is mighty pissed about whatever happened to your friend Banfor. Uh, Urzak's champion, need I remind you? Well, look, it's not like I had anything to do with that. I don't even know where he's gone. Haydet doesn't know where he's gone. Do you have any information, or Urzak have any information on this? We have no idea, but if he's gone, I guess I'm just going to have to go give some more power to old Lord Grifton. See you later. Bloop. She's gone. Uh, uh, <laughs> I hate you, Brad. I know you do. And I hate Trantis so much. <laughs> And so now she is gone, but standing in the desert by himself and still just looking around is this hunched old man with the patchwork quilt, uh, cloak, who looks very scruffy and very disoriented. And just saw Marley just go in the middle of the desert. Marley is having a very screamy day. Yeah. He, he, he casts a glance at you and just says, interesting, and then goes back to looking around the desert. Welcome to the adventure life. Uh, also, you're probably cursed. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yipkin no, totally that's, is. That's that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't feel like you screw anything up really badly. Um, tends to go horribly wrong. How are you? <laughs> and points at the old manic-looking man. Yeah, so he turns his head, like whips his head towards you, and like his eyes are facing out in opposite directions, so his face is looking at you, but his eyes aren't. Amazing. Who am I? Who am I? I'm many things. I'm many people. I'm interesting. Mm. Innovative. <laughs> oh, uh, I, don't, I don't like that answer, Savior from the Sky. <laughs> yeah, do you know Afamata? Afamata? Ooh. No. No Afamata. Don't know Afamata. But I know, uh, 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 I know all about interesting things, creating things, making things, new things. I'm chaos. I'm chaos. Chaos, not chaos. I'm chaos. I'm intelligence. I'm chaos. Chaos the extraordinary. (laughs) Friend of Shem? Like, Marley's just trying to place this person as to why 
you know, like is like going through anybody that could be related to them, you know. And it's like, how do you fit into the puzzle? <laughs> Genuinely, that's what she's saying out loud. You have a puzzle. I I specialize in interesting. Yes, interesting. I can help anybody with anything, but it has to be interesting. Oh, innovative, exciting. Do you have something okay. interesting? I can make it more okay. interesting. Yes. At this, Molly just sits down heavily on the desert and like Hodge probably sits down pretty heavily too. The old man points at Hodge and says, that is interesting. Very interesting. Never seen that before. Interesting, yeah. innovative, exciting. That, well, that That's what happens when you have a favor from a God that you cash in. <sighs> Maybe if I lay everything out for you, you could help me with my problems. I've got a few. <laughs> okay. He, he looks at uh, Kevbin and just says, Are you interesting? What's interesting about you? Are you innovative? Are you exciting? Uh, I mean, I feel like you're going to suggest synergy at any moment. Uh, but... <laughs> um, no, not exciting. Not... No. No. I don't... I don't... I don't think I belong here. I... I, I Kevin's kind of starting to freak out a little bit and pace back and forth. Like yeah, he, he puts his his face right in, like completely in your personal space, like absolutely no boundaries, and just like almost spitting on you. It's just going like, I can make you interesting. Do you want me to make you interesting? You're not interesting enough. Not it. No. No. Not no. No. I I don't think I want that. I I no. 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 I don't think I want that. And then and then Kevin just immediately like his snout like his nose that is warm uh starts to turn a little, like pink and cold and wet as his like nose starts to form into like that of a cat and <laughs> he just like shrinks down into becoming a saber-toothed tiger and starts like kind of growling at this new person <laughs> standing in front of him molly absent-mindedly <laughs> like petting it <laughs> yes that's what I'm talking about. You made yourself more interesting. Very innovative. Very exciting. And then he turns back to Marley and says, Wait! He sniffs you. You've... You've met... Him. You've met him, haven't you? Hey, Dad. No, not Hey, Dad. We've all met Hey, Dad. Who hasn't met Hey, Dad? I met Hey, Dad okay. all the time. Most people haven't met Hey, Dad, you know. He's always surprised when I open the locker and she just kind of opens the locker and then closes the locker again and then puts... Like, she's getting really blase about it, you know. Is Hey, Dad inside that box? Very interesting, very exciting. But no, um, I'm not talking about Hey, Dad. I'm talking about Jobler. You've met Jobler, haven't you? I spit <laughs> on his name. Sorry. That's not the name I expected. Do you remember Jobler, by the way, James? No, I'm sorry. No, no, no I don't. No, it's fine. Jobler's like the guy who sells us stuff. Jobler is oh, a okay. demon of prosperity, and basically he's a, he's a merchant who can be anywhere at any time and supply you with anything. And okay. He simultaneously somehow manages to, to supply the fate of Eyes and Apple Squatter, as well as the campaign Surge. And they're not even on the same continent sometimes, so... Right. <laughs> oh, Jobler, look at me. Oh, I'm Jobler. I'm a demon of prosperity. Claims to have everything you need. Jobler's a hack. A wannabe. He insulted my favorite button. And he starts fiddling with a button on his cloak. They had an insufferable uh, cheese dick. He, Jobler. He, he, did, he did get Hodge a very nice scarf. <laughs> yes, but is it interesting? Only supplies things other people came up with. Okay. Um. Right. Uh, he very abruptly turns his back on you while you're talking and then starts yeah. mumbling like he's talking to someone else yeah 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 at this point Marley sort of absentmindedly is sort of fingering through like playing songs on the saxophone because she's just like uh, you know it's like almost <laughs> almost like trying to calm herself down you know what I mean yeah, yeah. you hear him have a conversation where he says what? What? They have what? What? Ooh. Tell me more about it. Oh, that does sound exciting. Innovative. Interesting. It's. It was made by Sorghumal. Ooh, yes. Very. That will be a fun challenge. I haven't worked with Sorghumal's things before. I'll tell them to give it to me. Yes, I will. I'll tell them to give it to me right now. 
And he spins back around and faces you and says, Heydad says you have a knife. A knife you stab yourself and you can go places. I want it. I want to do things with it. Mm-mm. I'll make it more interesting. It's very interesting. Am I going to get it? Am I going to be able to still use it? Hmm. We'll see. And she's like, well, I mean, to be fair, it does damage me quite a lot when I use it. And she's sort of talking, you know, so she's sort of rummaging around in her bag. Like, I mean, it hurts like hell and I'm not exactly up to doing it to myself right now anyway. So I guess that makes sense. And she's like handing it over while also trying to explain to Kevin that, yeah, so you stab yourself with this knife and it kind of makes you bleed. But like the more you stab yourself, the more people you can kind of take anywhere. Uh, It hurts, but it works. A blood portal i don't know and she's like handing it out <laughs> would the idea just kevin would marley just you know describing this way to instantaneously travel like that would that pique his interests at all like because you're quite far from home right now and you got taken away from your home against your wishes too very intrigued by that knife now <laughs> what, what are you making of the whole situation that your, your character i'm quite interested to see how a complete outsider is just dragged into just insanity <laughs> Yeah, so Kevin is has known life on the sea for a long time now, not happy with his life, and he, <laughs> being dragged into this desert now, and there's like, so what's the wildlife like around here in this area? Yeah, well, this continent is called the wild, and it's okay um it's pretty much unsettled like there are a few settlements but it's not definitely not a human inhabited continent mm-hmm. um the the natural wildlife is large and robust um there's like giant crabs um fur birds and you know which are giant massive kiwi yeah it's it's sort of the normal wildlife but o- often on a larger scale okay and very untamed very wild except now with now with the brute wall down, there's that plus other shit. <laughs> plus other shit, yeah. So I, I think like Kevin would just be content to hang out in this new world as long as there's like no danger around him. He's like he can kind of feel the nature around him, and he looks at that knife and hears what uh, Marley says originally, and is like, "Oh, but that, she's talking that's... to a saber-toothed tiger, right? Right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, she's used to talking to animals. She talks to a wolf all the time, so it makes sense. Right. It's like, oh, that's a knife that could take me home. Uh, Yeah, interested in that. But just, yeah. Yeah. Not so interested in that. There's nature all around. I'm kind of happy here. The old man takes the dagger from you, Marley, and he turns his back again, and he starts, he hunches over and starts working, like, within his cloak. You just sort of, like, he's sort of, like, all elbows and things. Yeah, almost unconsciously because she's desperate to know if she's going to get the knife back or not, cast detect thoughts without even really thinking about it. She's just sort of like, I, I just i am a bit worried about if I'm getting that back. And she kind of squints and her sort of her brain connects like without really meaning to. And she's like, oh, <laughs> so what is she hearing in there? Yeah. So does he roll a save for that? You get surface thoughts. And then it's like a wisdom saving throw to get any deeper than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So his surface thoughts are all about how he's so excited about this item. All he's thinking yeah. is about how exciting it is that he finally gets to work with something made by the God of Death. He's never worked with Sorghumal before, and the, he's he's admiring the craftsmanship. He's admiring the magic that was put into it, and he's also thinking about like what he can do it. He what he can do with it. He's not. Yeah sure of what he can do with it yet like the thoughts you're getting are like maybe i could maybe i could maybe i could there's no like i'm going to do this and then marley's like you know what i'm sick of not knowing about whether the people i'm working for it on the right side even and she just tries really hard to get like a a sense of good or evil or whatever and that would be a save i guess so that's a wisdom save 17 okay yeah he only got a 14 so yeah so uh, all she's trying to say is good bad like is this gonna hurt people or help people i don't you know his his only burning goal is to experience interesting things and make things more interesting than they already are he's very chaotic he doesn't seem to serve any kind of agenda yeah okay yeah 
And she's like, ah, it makes yeah. fucking And while sense. he's working, he, his <laughs> elbows are shooting out of his cloak and he's he's like making all sorts of grunts and groans. And he's like, oh, bug up. Oh, Urzak's balls. Ah, oh, here we go. Yeah. And then he turns back around and he holds back your dagger. He's like presenting it with two hands like, ta-da. It looks exactly the same, except there's a tiny button on it that says, do not touch. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> and, and he's giving that to Marley. Uh, that's going to go well. He just says, This was a very interesting item, but I, Chaos the Extraordinary, have made it more interesting. Yes, now you can use it twice a day. Ooh, and it only takes two minutes to use. Oh, much shorter time. Much shorter time. I've improved on Sorghumul's formula. <laughs> Exciting. Um, so twice a day and. Two minutes, did you say? Yep. But don't touch that button. Don't touch that button. Don't touch it. It's on the hilt, so it's almost impossible not to touch. Like, you have to really mm-hmm. hold your hand in a special way to not touch it. <laughs> what What's going to happen if I touch the button? Chaos. Good. Um, you could end up anywhere. Okay. Well, you know what? I'll save that for when I need to get away someday i mean that happens a lot to me actually and she sort of carefully wraps this thing you know and then like puts it back in her bag and and looks at the saber-toothed tiger and shrugs (laughs) like i don't know man (laughs) yeah and and Kevin is sitting next to Hodge now, like in the same position that Hodge is sitting. Yeah. Like we're both sitting on our haunches like a dog or cat does. Yeah, yeah. Just right next to each other. And I just scratch my neck with my back paw (laughs) and look look at you and just shrug my shoulders. Uh, um, Are you supposed to do anything else? I, I... I mean, let's let's just put it this way. The gods have a way of bringing people into our lives and then kind of disappearing them once they're done their thing. If you have more items, I could make them more interesting. You, cat boy! Do you have anything I could make more interesting for you? Yes, you with the paws! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just hand over anything, see what happens. Yeah, I, I just hand over my shield just uh, this like crappy wooden shield made out of like bark that i've just barely attached to it oh yeah to itself he he takes it from you and says very mundane very boring but i chaos the extraordinary will make it not boring and he again whips his back around like this is his element he just whoosh and then all elbows for just like a second and then he turns right back around and he holds back the same wooden shield but it's got vines growing around it and you notice that the strap is gone don't need to hold this now and molly goes pancake (laughs) he looks at you and says why are you talking about pancakes (laughs) and she's like bam four i'll turn back into kevin (laughs) and just grab the shield and thank thank you I, I guess I. Well, now I can't can't really hold it. And I, like, <laughs> yeah. Try to figure out what to do with it without a strap. Now. You try to do that, and it just hovers where you would hold it anyway. So I like move around with it. Yeah. And this is the first time that you've seen Kev been excited now, and he's like, "Huh, huh, what? Are you see, are you seeing this?" I'm like, "Mm-hmm." From the sky, savior. From the sky, hot. Uh, you, you, wolf man. Look at this. Let's, let's, Look at this. And, and, and Molly's like, yeah, uh, hi, hi. Um, that is really cool. Um, Molly again, yeah. Molly. For, and, for, and first Hodge. magic item. Sorry. Hodge. Yeah. Not, yeah, not a man. From the sky, big wolf. Big wolf. Just, just a wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh um. This conversation is interrupted by all of you here. This whoosh, whoosh, whoosh of giant wings. Uh, mummy dragon? Okay, I think it's time to go. <laughs> Turning your head south, you do see coming into view this truly gargantuan blue dragon. It's okay. easily 50 to 100 times the size of what you just fought. And it's just whoosh in your direction. But 
at the moment of seeing it, the ground at your feet begins to rumble as well, and the rumble gently intensifies until it's a full quake. Um, make a deck save. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Five. Okay. So both of you are knocked to your asses as there's just an explosion of sand as bursting out of the ground beneath you is a monstrously huge purple worm-like creature. Fuck you! And it just... (laughs) It's about 10 feet in diameter and hundreds of feet long and it just... Its whole body shoots up out of the ground and then it just violently slams down onto the sand right in front of you and its mouth is just this gaping tunnel filled with huge jagged teeth and it pulls backwards preparing to lunge at you and then suddenly the blue dragon bellows this sky rattling roar and it just smashes its weight down on top of the worm grabbing it in its talons and these two massive creatures begin to wrestle sort of locking around each other in a feral exchange of like bites and squeezes from the worm and like point blank lightning blasts from the dragon or like against the worm's out exterior. Now we're going to have a very quick skills challenge for you to avoid oh, this gargantuan fight that is happening on you. Holy shit. Okay. Hodge can just not be a part of this, so it's just between the two of you and basically you just need to get four successes to just get out, get to safety. Each failure will just result in whoever failed taking 1d6 of damage from something hitting them. So basically, just once you hit four four successes, you are safe. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so, DC, the DC on this is only 14. Okay, cool. Okay. So Marley just screams at her new friend, Kevin. Run, you stupid idiot! What are you doing standing there? Run! Like, yeah, it's and, fine. I can, I can just stand on my floating shield now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, basically trying to persuade you, maybe, to run or intimidate you. Either way. <laughs> She's just you losing basically, you, you, you literally mind. can't fail that, can you? <laughs> well, it's a plus nine or a plus 13 if it's persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> plus the nine if persuasion it's persuasion that can fail is in that one. Um, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, you, well, you decide what what role you're doing. Genuinely, I don't think she'd be trying to intimidate. I think she'd be trying to persuade be- to run. Like, let's get yeah. out of here. Like, don't okay. stay still. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so and I'll just make sure there's no net ones. No, I rolled an 11, so I think, okay. we're, I think we're good. Yeah. So, yeah, your words definitely get through to Kevbin that we need to fucking go. <laughs> Yeah. That that's one success. Uh Kevin, what what would your what's something that you would do with your skills? Alright, alright. Let me grab my new shield. Uh and then start like looking at the sand and the way that it's falling into the ground, uh like sinking in to the to the sandworm sandworms, right? <laughs> uh and I will do a perception check to see if I can find where the safest spots to step onto the sand to get to like a safe running spot would be to run that away from the hole or to run into the hole run away from okay <laughs> yeah find like solid ground to get away from this hole okay so you're just trying to look at the surroundings so this would either be a nature check a survival check or perception check i could do survival or perception i mean you, you choose which one you think it would be to uh, uh, to sort of um survey I'll the desert s- around you and where you should go i'll do perception for this okay. one so 13 plus 7 is 20. Nice. Two successes. So, yeah, Marley says, let's go. And you say, let's go that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess what I want to do now is like, yeah, I'm moving. I'm hoofing it. And you're, you've given me a direction. Now I want to kind of almost like predict how the creatures are coming down. Because I imagine sometimes they topple and then they go back up and... You know, so I'm like, what I know of like wormy type movements, or what I kn- know of the dragon's attacks to keep out of the way, if that yeah, makes the, sense. The worm's movements are very uh, like crocodile-like. You know, it's wrapped itself around the dragon and it's trying to flip and smash it against the um, the desert floor while trying to bite as well. And yeah. they're basically one writhing mass that is constantly moving, and it's so big. It's like a castle bouncing around you. 
yeah so I basically want to try and predict if it's gonna slam down like do we need to change course like do I need to tell him to run in a different direction or whatever I don't know what role that is but that's what I want to do what would that be like insight or nature maybe yeah that's closest to insight try and yeah get a, get a little look deeper into the movements of, of what's happening in this fight I got a plus four in insight let's go so 13 okay that is a fail so you're studying this fight and just because you've stood still just long enough the blue dragon's tail just whips past and just sort of slaps just the top of your head enough to like snap your neck to the side and you take um snap my neck you're dead yeah you're dead (laughs) this gargantuan blue dragon tail just whips the side of your head and you you take four damage and get knocked to the ground i'm surprised i'm not taking more frankly (laughs) Uh, yep. I tried something different. I was trying not to deliberately use my top skills. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's all on you now, Jim. I have an idea. Uh, it's gonna be crazy. So, can I just see... Can I see Marley get slapped to the ground a little bit and, like, kind of pick her up and just, like, as we're running away, yell, like, Hey, so, you know that, that thing you did while you were falling... You know that thing? Uh-huh. Can you do that all the time? Uh-huh. Can you do that anytime? Uh-huh. And I'm going to look. Uh, can I make an investigation check to see if there's a weak point uh, in the in the ground that she could do a thunder wave and cause a cave-in away from us that would not allow them to follow us any further? Ooh, I like it. Yeah, I, I mean, no, no, no one's done a physical skill yet. So, like, these are all mental well, skills, I'm not good which those, is fine. That's why. <laughs> which is totally fine. Abuse the skills you've got. That's that's what I have a for. negative one strength, a zero dex, and a okay. plus one con. Um, with that in mind, James, I don't think Kevin could pick her up with a negative one strength. That's a good. That's but a good you, call. You can that's at least. Scoop, I would say you, you could, could try her to. up. Like yeah, you could yeah. be like, or just stand to. next to her, yelling in her ear. Can you do that thing that you did earlier? <laughs> do the <laughs> thing. Do the thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, okay. like half do days. it over there on the other side of the hole. Yeah, so if you guys, uh, yeah, if you quickly investigate your surroundings, which is similar to your perception, but that's okay, and see if you can find a spot to do this. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, all right. Uh, Fifteen. Ooh, yes, success. Um, nice. you, yeah, you sort of scoop Marley up off the ground and the two of you run and Hodge is flying alongside you and you, you're quickly scanning your surroundings as you run, left and right, left and right, left and right, there, and you just see a spot of sand that looks like it's already partially a cave and you could use a bit of thunder wave to sort of make it a bit more of a shelter. Yeah, okay. And, and Marley is like a little bit kind of staggered from... Let's just face it, like, falling, losing Banfor, losing Arcus, meeting a random person, that just happened, <laughs> you know, like, and she just goes, yeah, you want a thunder wave? That's what I'm good at. <laughs> and she just fires one out at the point, and I guess that would just be like, an arcana roll, oh, see if I you, do it okay. Uh, for Marley, it's performance. Performance, you, nice. You I mean, I love you for that. <laughs> because my arcana is only plus two, but my performance is plus nine, so thanks. <laughs> nice, and I got a 19 on the dice, so that'll yep. be a 28, please, Brad. Cool, so that is your final success. I came in with a thunderwave! Kevman <laughs> <laughs> points out, as you're running, he just goes, there, do it there, and you just, yeah, boom, the thunderwave out, and the sand... In this, the sand in this cave just sort of explodes in and then out like as it hits the back wall of rock behind it and then it just splashes out and it so you're essentially just carved yourself a slightly deeper than normal cave or slightly deeper than um, natural cave and you can the three of you can all huddle in it as you just watch this fight 
um, over the next 20, 30 seconds, just these two gigantic creatures are like bashing the shit out of each other. And then the dragon, it rears back its head and it takes this huge bite on the back of the worm and then it shocks and it just holds on and the whole worm just shakes and jolts and you can see lightning arcing all around this worm and then the worm stops moving and the dragon just sort of poof, drops it onto the sand and then just stares at you across the desert and sits down boom, boom. <laughs> it's like it's looking directly at you like it knows where you are maybe it doesn't know where we are <laughs> <laughs> Um, Marley's like, oh god, oh god, oh, hate it. <laughs> Sorghumol, yeah, Erzag, <laughs> like just starts listing them all. Leoman, <laughs> just, <laughs> Krova, is just like listing all the gods. Just being like, <laughs> and it's like, wait, no, I'm Marley Craft. People know me. People have heard of me. I'm. I'm good at talking to things. This is just a thing to talk to, right? Right? And is looking at her new friend, like, please <laughs> give me some backup. Yeah, as long as, as as long as I stay here, yeah, that that sounds good. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, okay. you do you can that. talk to anything. <laughs> okay. You came you came from the sky. I was on the ground. Surround. What the fuck is happening here? You gotta come with me. You gotta come with me. I can't do this by myself. I can't. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, just... I can't. And then you see her, you just sort of see her pat herself, like, like, have I even got my good stuff on? And then glow, kind of like this brighter gold color as she's just done heroism on herself. <laughs> she feels a bit braver. <laughs> and then, and then sort of comes out of the hole and is like, <sighs> okay. And, and sort of starts sort of trying to like walk like back in, you know, back in her noble playing days, like she's about to approach the king with a song that she was going to play. You know what I mean? Like that kind of Mali is coming back out. So you just march out of the sand cave. Yep. And, and she's already like kind of saying like, hail to the blue dragon may you live eternal like kind of trying to be like please spare us <laughs> mere mortals who tremble in your presence like just kind of yeah yeah it sits up really tall and almost regal like and like puffs its chest out as well and it just yeah. sort of it makes itself tall and imposing as you approach yeah so Mali is in full formal bow at this point i don't know what kevin is doing but she's pulling out all of her formal courtly training and is in full bow and is like bless you for gracing us with your presence may Fraylin bless your days uh how can we serve you oh great dragon <laughs> yeah kevin kevin comes out of the cave and this is like slapping all the dirt off of his shoulders and everything basically like he's casting cure wounds on himself again and he's like yeah. fucking dra fucking i didn't think dragons existed and all of a sudden there's fucking three dragons around me yeah. and, and I now someone falls from the sky and brings another fucking dragon with them and gods yeah. gods she speaks with gods and she expects me to fuck and then she sees she sees <laughs> or he sees marley Neil and is just like, oh, Neil. And now's the time to kneel. <laughs> yeah, and then even Hodge does this really cute thing where he puts his paws and he crosses his paws and puts his head down. Because, like, Marley's been teaching him, like, tricks, you know? And he's like, yeah. oh, I, got, I know how to do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote a note here saying, Brad, so this is for, this is past Brad, put this in here ages ago. If the party hangs around in the desert and wants to engage with the dragon... It will speak to them. Murder them all. <laughs> um, so yeah, Marley, you put on this this show of, of reverence and obedience and fealty and the dragon lowers itself like it's tired and just needs to lie down and sort of brings itself right down to the desert and sort of puts its face down near you and then just says, Mortal, my name is Tatsu. I thank you for your words of fealty. This place, this place and sort of uses its neck to sort of gesture around the desert was once my home 
Many years seem to have passed since that was so. You do not fear me? Question mark. Um, yeah. Uh, Marley sort of kind of pulls up out of her bow and says, Oh, no, there's plenty fear there. Uh, we haven't seen dragons here before. There is much fear, there is much unknown, but there is also potential for friendship, right? And she says that with question mark, <laughs> you know? I have no law, no idea how long my people or my kind have been imprisoned, been removed from this world, but it seems we may have been forgotten. Some of us will act in rage. I myself have just done something that in time, I will soon regret. Many of us have, says Marley, thinking of all the things that she's done and regrets. <laughs> I will not harm you, children. I am simply here to carve out my lair, make it as it once was, before any other dragons lay claim to this area. Although, personally, I will not harm you. The same cannot be said of my younger kin. They are more frenzied, more blood-hungry. If you stick around, I'm sure they will try to play with you. Molly does have a somewhat kind of chagrin kind of look on her face and is like, We hold our own. May I trouble you for an answer to a question? If you wish to stick around long enough to ask and long enough to hear the answer then yes then I must be on to my work and and Mali sort of nods and and is do I get the feeling like I could ask now without being killed yeah the, the, it's okay, it's no. sort of radiating this air of I'm not going like, to kill you you are in no yeah, danger yeah, from yeah. me personally I whisper forward to Marley do do dragons take a long time to answer because that might mean they're gonna kill you yeah uh, and I'm like <laughs> I don't know nobody knows anything about dragons <laughs> and then like um kind of back uh to this this being and it's like know you anything of Gilif and Ampha is Ampha known to you it does the dragon equivalent of cocking an eyebrow which so I guess just raising an eye ridge maybe yeah Gilif still plagues this world uh not currently uh we killed her current form but she'll be back from my understanding in my time she wore the name Kakdana called herself the dragon empress she ruled with an iron claw mm, well she was a red dragon just before <laughs> then I'm afraid the world is in a lot of danger the world of mortals at least is she an enemy of yours? She is not. Nor is she a friend. And if she wishes to bring down the world as we know it, totally? As long as my kin and I are spared, we will take no part in that. Mali considers this and is like, and if I find that your kin will not be spared, and I bring you this information and proof, I like what you're trying to do for recruiting. This is good. No harm. Roll a persuasion check. Come on, persuasion. Uh, 14 on the die plus my 13, so 27. Let's just, let's make this official and do a wisdom save. I just need to bring up the uh, ancient blue dragon's wisdom stats. Oh God. Come on, come on, James. Oh my God. If we could, if I could just have this giant fuck off blue dragon oh just let me slap you in the face with some guidance or... <laughs> yeah right <laughs> holy shit they have a plus mm -hmm. 10 on their wisdom saves mm -hmm. they rolled a 19 29 it's not convinced oh, yeah. to help <laughs> fuck 
<laughs> God damn that it! Was a, that was like knife's edge of a whole new level to the game. God damn it. I really wanted to be able to come back to Tatsu and just have Tatsu be clutch at the end of this thing. Uh, I haven't given up on it completely. Yeah, it does answer your question though about if if it's kin got in, it harmed or involved. Mm, yeah. I will, I will in that case, in that case definitely, be, definitely be at the very least a thorn in Gilliff's side. Marley nods and, and bows again and is like that is that is a good news to me and those who fight. I will not trouble you any further as you carve out your claim. I wish you luck, although I am sure you don't need any. But Freyland's blessings upon you as well. I mean, we have met Freyland, so maybe it means more. Yeah. It it nods its head. Actually, I haven't met Freyland. <laughs> it, it, it nods its head and says, I'm sorry about... Sorry about well, I'm sure you'll find out what I've done. I guess I forgive you without knowing, because that's what friends do. And she's, Marley, you know, don't forgive it. It just killed tens of thousands of people. No, I know, but Marley wouldn't know. I mean, Marley sort of knows, right? Because Haydet did scream that out of the locker, yeah. so she kind of has a feeling that this might be the one. But. But she's not going to be angry at Tatsu. <laughs> Makes no sense. Is Kev been involved in this at all? Or are you just trying to stay meek and invisible? I mean... <laughs> Kevin is confused. Kevin is cornfused. Um, Kevin wouldn't have seen a dragon before either. Oh, no. No, not ever. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin is staying meek. Kevin's... Kevin's staying meek. He's he's kind of like making eye motions occasionally, like he's he's morphed back into to being a half elf, and he's morphed back into just sitting on the ground with his uh, hands on his knees, just on his haunches, and just kind of like raises an eyebrow every now and then when someone else is mentioned that he knows about, like he's heard names of gods and they're just mentioned in passing. Yeah. In this conversation, it's like, oh yeah, of course, in passing. Yeah, of course. They would just mention like that that's their old friend. Of course, <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've only heard tales of this person, but they know them on an intimate level. Okay. Oh great. yeah, no, Kashtar got a life. We 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 have tea all the time. Yeah, yeah, great, great, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so as as yeah, as Molly's kind of leaving, she would be like, Oh, uh Anfa? Uh any? clue where I might find them just in case you knew I've only had one dealing with the sister of Gilliff she does not take a dragon's form she walks as a human eternally walks yeah yeah that's what I've heard okay I feel like she is part of my mission maybe mm. yeah and Molly just sort of turns around to Kevin and is like and maybe you are uh, I don't really know right now and and this just kind of like sort of forgets her courtly manners for a second as she sort of goes to walk off just to be like you know sort of like strolling off and then she turns around and she's like oh so sorry well met Tatsu and sort of bows <laughs> And, and then sort of, you know, uh, and then and then walks off. <laughs> just you just walk away on the desert. I guess so. She's like patting Hodge, and she's sort of gesturing at Kevin, like, <laughs> for changes of mind. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think the the uh, you know was a real thing. Y- yeah. What's that called? Dra- dragon. <laughs> Oh, the dragon. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, didn't think that was a real thing either, but the, the, you know. <gasps> yeah. Hmm. Um, nobody really did. They were locked away behind a wall for quite a while. Well, tattoo seems nice. Um, yeah. I have a feeling they may have killed an entire town. At least that's what Hate It said. But, you know, 
Um, well, yeah. I mean, what is an entire town when you're that what? big? I, I don't know. Have you ever heard of Osrin? Yeah, it's a ma- uh, it's a major city in in the kingdom of Belentia. It's actually where Marley's family went initially after they left their farm. Yeah, so Marley's Uh-oh. definitely clocked the name, and is trying not to. I don't think I would have heard of it, right? As a traveler of the world, you may have. I mean, you could roll for it if you want to. You could just roll a history check or something if you if you want to know if you've heard of this city. I mean, you it stands to reason you may or may not have heard of all the major cities. Right. Okay. I could roll for it. Uh, no, probably not. Five plus five is ten. Mm. Uh, no, you you haven't heard of it. Yeah. So I I go. No. At you. Well, yeah. It's probably. No. It's pro- probably not a not a big thing. No, um, it's probably not that big. Population probably really small for yeah. what's going around. Like. Mm-hmm. From what they said, all the destruction. Uh, Major capital s- city, but um, it's fine. Um, I think we should go to a smaller city. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> wherever you and the flying... I'm thinking... Uh, let's go. I'm, I'm going. I mean, I, I, I gotta get out of here. I mean, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, as you're walking away and you've made a bit of distance between you and Tatsu, the the blue dragon, you hear this sort of, this like very loud screeching sound and turn back and see Tatsu sort of shooting a big bolt of lightning up into the sky like a beacon. Mm. And then they turn downward towards the sand and just start violently like clawing at the sand, like digging into it, occasionally shooting blasts of lightning into the sand and then clawing out sand and glass, sand and glass, more lightning clawing sand and glass like clearly digging digging a home from the desert yeah. sand remember the remember the lair thing they were mentioning uh and remember how it was surrounded by three of little ones of those things i'm i'm down to mm-hmm. go wherever you go i, I yeah I've, no absolutely got... uh-huh how's your health yeah oh you, you know i'm fine i'm fine you feeling good feeling feeling perky yeah. uh yeah you know i'm feeling fine I cool. forgot I did a... Cool, 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 cool. Jokes. And Molly's just like, zap, 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 zap. She's just like zapping herself. You know, like, kill wounds, kill wounds, kill wounds as much as she can possibly zap. I'm just going to blow all of my spells, Brad, to like okay. pump yeah. myself up. And the sun um, begins to set as well as you're walking and doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a big day. It's been a big day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's not going to take terribly long to do this. She's just like pummeling herself with spells as much as she can think of to you know blow the rest of her spell slots basically and then she pulls out this dagger and she's like time to see what this puppy can do i guess and then just i don't know if this is what you're expecting brad but this is what you're getting and is like home to the resistance home to dantonia and just stabs herself like in the shoulder (laughs) and grabs grabs her new friend Kevin and then grabs Hodge and this gross portal of blood just starts pulling like in front of her out pulling out of herself and then just like walks through it pulling you through I don't know what you're doing but (laughs) like yeah is Kevin going into this portal of blood uh Kevin kind of pulls back a little bit but looks back at uh pulls back originally like away from the grasp of Marley and then looks back at the dragons digging this new lair that they're doing and then like kind of looks back and forth a couple times and then reaches out and just uh I think in in Elvis just says oh what the fuck and and grabs onto Marley (laughs) okay so Marley you will take 4d12 necrotic damage I'm rolling super low Mm -hmm. you are oh my god you are lucky nice on 4d12, I got 13. Nice. Ooh. That is this is garbage. why I was zapping myself, James. I was like, zap, 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 zap. Because I was I like, how's it. your health? I thought about stabbing yeah. you, and then I thought, nah. <laughs> that could be really... Yeah, I mean, 55 is my max, dude. Let's do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she, she like let's... threatens to stab you, and then thinks better of it and stabs itself. Let's tango. <laughs> so... So you did that to the resistance headquarters under Dantonier? 
Yeah, so she wants to kind of appear sort of like around the feast table where Trestle Spoon tied everybody's shoelaces together. Like, because in her her mind, that's that's good memories. That's where she yeah. left her friends. That's that feels like the safest place right now. I don't know if it's going to be, but <laughs> yeah. So you two and Hodge, you walk through this blood portal and you find yourselves in like the bottom of a deep ocean of blood like you are in liquid and you like you can't breathe it's just like being underneath the ocean and then it suddenly very quickly and violently drains suddenly like, so the the level of blood above you just comes down 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 until it's below your neck and then below your waist until it just washes away and then you're just left standing in a pool of blood on the ground in this massive underground city that is lit by like glowing rocks everywhere and there's people milling about doing things and they all stop and drop what they're doing and just like what the fuck <laughs> and that's where we'll end it is that what you expected holy shit i was not expecting you to go there now but i have <laughs> planned for you to return here in this chapter at some point so fuck it it's now yeah i i'm sorry i just i was like where would she go you know, yeah. she would, where is, like, home base? I mean, it's either there or, um, what's it, Stonemore or whatever? Yeah, so it was either there or Stonemore, and Stonemore didn't make any sense without Bamfor because she did not want to go back there and explain to Bamfor's, like, you know, like, people His that kingdom. Bamfor isn't around anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, screw that. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to be back around... Um, in fact, since I did plan that you would eventually come back here, I've left open all my tabs to do with the resistance and stuff, including the names of the different groups, like uh, the Panther Bloods are all here, nice. the Rapscallion Squadron that you renamed the Teen Titans, because Rapscallion Squadron was a dumb name. Um, <laughs> there's a High Priestess Rhea. Like, I'm prepared for you to be here, believe Amazing. it or not. Thank you very much, James. I, I very much appreciate you being here with us. And thank you, Jules, no, as thank well, you. for bringing my eh. back to life. Eh. She, she nearly died again, but she's fine now. She's <laughs> she's on 60 out of 78 because she just slapped herself a few times. <laughs> Whoa, what? An ancient blue dragon who personally knows Gillif and may or may not become a, an extremely powerful ally? Poor Kev been getting dragged into the world of insanity that swirls around the Squatteth, talking to gods, visits from demons, a flying wolf, blood portals, gigantic creature battles right up in your face, and that's just one episode. We could not make this show at all without the love and support from our awesome Patreon supporters. So yay to Alex Wright Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Aaron Coochie, Laura Christine Goodman and James Blyser from Willow Woe Podcast, Sajah Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziggler, Roger Rothmarter, Sam Mouth from Tabledales, Kajan Fellows, Lauren Fake, Kaidela, Brianna Cavalsa, Kevin Swift from The Dice Cop, Ben Ubers, Victorian Gavin Porter, Daniel Nickers from The Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP Squish, Alexander Litkos, Andrew Evans, Danny Holman from The Grout of It Podcast, Kevin Carver, Dakota Shemetsky, Damian Libertone, and Carolyn Jeffries. Oh boy. <sighs> Anyway, if anyone else wants to add their names to that list to make my life very hard, uh, please feel free to check out the reward tiers over at patreon.com slash fateofison. Uh, you could hear your name in that list that I just mentioned, uh, or you could have a character named after you, and you can also get access to, to bonus content and behind-the-scenes thingamajiggies. And join our Discord, our private Discord. Yeah! I'm a private Discord, a Discord for Ison. I should cut that out, but I won't. Anyway, uh, you don't want to join us on Patreon? That's absolutely fine. You can help us out by helping us grow. Tell your friends about us. Write a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Podchaser, or just in the sky and big words. Um, anyway, that's it from me. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you in episode three.
Hey, Dan. Hey, Jared. Do you like podcasts? I love podcasts. Why do you ask? Do you like podcasts with two guys who talk about films? I do. Yeah, because I feel like not a lot of podcasts do that. I don't think so either. It's like a new, cool thing. So I heard it this is. podcast called The Indie Film Review, where these two guys talk about independent films. Wow. Pretty See, I huh? love independent films. And they, they talk about low-budget, no-budget films. They'll literally review anything because they're desperate for attention. What are the hosts like? One's really sexy and talented, and the other one's just kind of there. The Indie Film Review. Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.